This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Molly Weisenberg and Matthew Amster Burton, hosts of the podcast Spilled Milk. So, um, wow, this is crazy. How many people are out there? Are you all out there? It, it, looks like, it looks like basically everyone is there. Yes. Let's start. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. So, um, we couldn't help but notice, you know, we were checking the town hall website that we are maybe not the usual caliber of guests. <laughs> Of, of presenters that you get at town hall, we definitely can't speak to the politics of shame. No, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> actually, maybe we can speak to the politics of shame all too well. Yeah, <laughs> check back with us in like half an hour. Okay. So, so we uh, we we compiled a list of some some other things that maybe you could have seen recently or coming up at town hall that are emphatically in a different category than us. Uh, for example, uh, you are not tonight seeing uh, Kate Mulgrew, Starship Captain, uh, or, or uh, Joseph Stiglitz, Nobel Prize winning economist. Curing poverty. Yeah. That's what we're doing tonight. Um, now, one, uh, one reason, I think he was here on Thursday. Did anyone here, was anyone here to see Cedric Villani, the mathematician? Great, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Woo. I am so relieved. Yeah, okay. Because- Mul- this man, I don't, you all need to, after the show, not right now, look up pictures of Cedric Villani. We tried to find a way to like have a giant picture of him drop down out of the sky so you could see. He wears this thing called a lavalier, and we had to look it up on Wikipedia to learn that that was what it's <laughs> yeah. called. But it's basically a giant, well, he wears a three-piece suit, and then he wears this giant bow tie that's like silky, and it like... It like, it really does that. He's a fop. Basically. He looks, he looks like Professor Snape, but with like better cheekbones and a French French accent. He's French. Yes, and the title of he, his, yeah. He's getting so much. Yeah, oh, like day after day, night after night, different women every night. Or, yeah, uh, and the title of his lecture was "Journey into the Mind of a Genius." <laughs> 
Seriously, can you imagine coming out like, you know, I'm here to give my lecture. It's called Journey into the Mind of a Genius. So anyway, thank, thanks for coming out to Journey into the Mind of a Couple of Idiots. <laughs> okay, also, we're, we're also not a community-curated concert of cello suites, but that sounds pretty good. Yep, that's happening, or maybe happened. Uh-huh. We're also not Philip Glass. <laughs> yeah, so you're here for Philip Glass, sorry. But Although now that we've done Town Hall, maybe Chuck Close will make a portrait of us, too. God, I hope so. And finally, we are, we are not um, uh, relationship expert John Gottman, who will be speaking on uh, making love last and marriage work. Um, Do you think he can make fake marriages work? That's, that is an excellent question and highly relevant. So, so here we are. Here we are. Um, so our show is called Spilled Milk, and um, I, I think probably most people here uh, are familiar with the show, and maybe you've listened to one or two episodes. But in case you're not... so. My, my wife, who's in the audience, can attest that any time we sit down to watch a TV show, even if we've watched another episode of that show the previous night, I always say, God, I hope there's a previously segment, you know, like previously on Breaking Bad. Or like because, previously on Melrose Place. Right, because otherwise I have no idea what's going on previously on the show whatsoever. Previously on the Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Go like on. last week, people were having sex. This week, <laughs> they're still doing that. Cedric Villani, guest star. <laughs> oh God, I wanted to see that so badly. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So, right. so um, for the benefit of anyone who's not familiar with the show, um, we wanted to do previously on spilled milk. These are some things that happened on on recent episodes of the show. This is our, our little montage. Yes. Yes. Pretend imagine that this was pre-recorded. Yeah. yeah. This reminds me of France. Oh, this reminds me of Japan. <laughs> Did you know that there's an apple called Magnum Bonum? <laughs> As everyone knows, we're married. Just not. Just not to each other. I'm unwrapping a Starlight Mint. Let's pop some popcorn in Dennis Quaid. (laughs) Someone sent us a box of free junk food, and somehow we managed to be disappointed by this. (laughs) I am so loving this pumpkin spice latte, and I hate myself right now. I'm ordering a French 75 at this biker bar. (laughs) It's like sauce oozing through the bagel hole. That's a really old one, I think. <laughs> that, yeah, that's like way back. Okay. I grew up on a desert island with a volleyball named Harmon. <laughs> this gummy turtle is like eating a wound. <laughs> now imagine we're singing a copyrighted Top 40 song from 1983. <laughs> And I'm Kenny Loggins. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And our topic today is sack lunch. Mm -hmm. Yes, our show today is PG-13. Matthew, would you like to tell everyone what that means? Um, Yes, we asked Stesha, do we have to work clean? And she said no. So uh, we're we're calling this a PG-13 rated uh, show, which means um, there's going to be a few four-letter words, uh, one breast, and lots of chewing into microphones. <laughs> it's going to be who, Matthew's breast. Absolutely. Um, 
the whole show today is a walk down memory lane. Absolutely. Um, th- those of you who are familiar with the show, hopefully all of you, will know we usually just spend a little bit of time on memory lane. Tonight, we are just wallowing We're going on so lane. far down memory lane, we may never come back. That's true. Um, That's true. And speaking of memory lane, this, this is not even on the agenda. I, I just, this just occurred to me. Um, I have a qu- Kenny Loggins question. <laughs> Does anyone remember, not the theme from Footloose, but the other Kenny Loggins song from Footloose, I'm Free? The one that goes, uh, heaven help the man who fights yes. his fear. Yeah, yes, okay. Yes. Great song. Has I didn't anyone think I seen, it, but I did. and again, this is going to be another Cedric Villani moment where one person says, woo! Uh, has anyone seen the video to that song? It's not scenes from Footloose. It's a story, kind of a story video, classic MTV, oh 1980s story video. You said Kenny Loggins from Footloose? Yeah, didn't he sing I the- was totally picturing Danger Zone from Top Gun. <laughs> Pretty much the same song. <laughs> There's only one Kenny Loggins song. Anyway, in this video... I, I just had like such a... I was just picturing Tom Cruise in his aviators and, and go on. I wonder if we're going to talk I'm about gonna, food sometime. Gonna, I, I realize this is my I'm fault. I'm going to switch it to Kevin okay. Bacon. Go on. Okay, yes. <laughs> At the beginning of this video, Kenny Loggins breaks out of jail. Like, because, like, lo- you know, he has so much love in his heart that, like, no jail can hold him or something. <laughs> and I was thinking, as I was watching this video today in preparation for the show, <laughs> can you think of any other celebrity that you can, that is harder to picture in jail than Kenny Loggins? <laughs> the, the only other one I could come up with was, was Jaleel White, a.k.a. Steve Urkel, but... No, I, I'm going to go with Loggins. I, yeah, I think yep. Kenny Loggins is the winner. Okay. Uh, let's bring it back to sack lunch, Matthew. Please. Okay, so uh, we wanted to start out talking about the, uh, what would you call it? The wrapping. The plain brown wrapper, That's shall exactly we say. It. So <laughs> that you, you get your red shoe diaries VHS <laughs> tapes in. Yeah. Did you used to carry a lunch box or a, a, a brown paper bag? I carried a lunch box, and I have extremely fond memories of my lunch box because it was the... It was not a Star Wars lunchbox. It was not, I don't know, what, what were some other popular lunchbox of the 80s? Barbie, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a Korg 10,000 BC lunchbox. Wait, what? Korg? So it had a caveman on it, <laughs> and he was like holding up a boulder or something. And I looked this up because I was like, I really remember this said Korg 10,000 BC, but I don't know what this was. It was an educational Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> It was not a successful show. Well, my lunchbox was the Dukes of Hazard. Oh my god! <laughs> and I always imagine, like when I think back on the Dukes of Hazard, I, I don't think I ever watched the Dukes of Hazard. But when I think back on it, I just imagine that move where, like, you're running to get in your convertible and the doors are closed, and so you kind of like swing your legs over the side and just like land in the oh, seat. Oh yes. I think that I need to work on that. Like, just, just for the memory, just to do honor to the memory of my lunchbox. Let me ask you a question about your Dukes of Hazard lunchbox. Did it have a big Confederate flag on it? Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay. I did grow up in, like, the... <laughs> I'm not okay. saying you did have a racist lunchbox. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. <laughs> Okay, okay, good. We've all, we've all grown up a lot yep. since the 80s. Yep. So technology has improved a lot since, uh, since back then, um, and also like race relations have improved somewhat, <laughs> I hope. Um, 
you know, we've got like insulated lunch bags these days and bento boxes and all kinds of, of lunch, lunch transportation technology. All kinds of stainless steel stuff. Oh, so sure. You don't, don't, you know, poison your kids with BPA, which exactly. everybody knows is like the funniest thing we could possibly talk about tonight. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Go on. Um, yeah. Race relations and poisonings. <laughs> um, okay. But we are kicking it old school tonight. We have actually made some some sack lunches for each other that uh, we're going to eat on stage. And as promised, you can't There'll have any. There'll be lots any. of chewing. Yep. So uh, let's, okay. let's break these out. Molly's, Molly's has an insulin. <laughs> I did a drawing of Matthew. We can pass it around later if you want to see. But I was pretty impressed with the likeness. Matthew, do you want to look? I did it in okay. like... It's a picture. <laughs> it's a, it's a very accurate picture of me that actually sort of looks like a bald Jason Statham. Is he already bald? Yeah. So it looks like Jason Statham. That's that's what I'm going with. Um, saying ha ha ha, <laughs> which is what comedians say. <laughs> so let's should we just like trade off pulling things well, out? So let, let's talk about the premise of this. So I packed you the lunch that I grew up having. Yes, me too. And I tried to Pretty do this as faithfully as possible. Although I'm just going to give it away and say, I couldn't find Peter Pan peanut butter. Oh. Do they not make that anymore? I feel like maybe we tried it on the peanut butter episode. I thought we did too. But anyway, I'm sorry. Okay. I gave you Skippy. I thought you'd I be like happy because Skippy. Skippy's yeah. really good. So anyway, okay. So that's the premise. Matthew, I want you to get started there. Go okay, first because I wrote you a note and I want you to read your note. Okay. It says M-M-A-B on it. That's me. It got a little bit of peanut butter on it, but I left it that's for authentic. authenticity's sake. Sunday 419. Matthew. Go get him, tiger. <laughs> Show Cedric Villani who's really the most handsome town hall speaker. <laughs> I was so pleased with myself. <laughs> I can <today>. tell. <laughs> Love Molly. I had, I had a brainstorm in the shower. Um, hey, did you write me? Is that what you call it? <laughs> I was thinking about Cedric Villani in the shower. Okay. Um, Dear Molly, no, dear Molky. <laughs> so, okay, let me, let me interrupt a second. I wrote dear Molky, even though this is an in-joke that has never made it onto the show. <laughs> Whenever so, Matthew sorry. texts me, his autocorrect changes my name to Molky. Because <laughs> <laughs> I typed it one time and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. And, yeah. Okay, dear Molky, good, good luck on your big day. Watch out for bullies. I've included a special treat just for you. Love, Matthew. I think I, think I found the special treat. It's right here on top. It's uh, Sophia Blanc de Blanc. <laughs> I don't think... So Judy Amster, Matthew's mother, is in the audience tonight. I do not think she packed this in his lunch. So I'm going to call this a special treat just for me. Yeah. You can't have any. Okay. So let's see what we got here. Oh, I've got a sandwich on, on wheat bread, I see. Mm-hmm. Is this is this PB and J? No, it's just peanut butter because I didn't like jelly as a child. Oh, I didn't like jelly as a. <laughs> Sorry, um, and I put lots of peanut butter in it because that's how I liked it. Oh, this looks great. So you're never going to speak again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just perfect, perfect. It's not like I'm in the middle of, of any sort of live performance that involves talking. I also, I also want to point out, oh my God, we both did this. We gave each other the baggies that fold over on top. These are the worst piece of baggy technology yep. ever. And my mother was devoted to them for like all 12 years that she packed me a lunchbox. I oh, just realized. wow, that's way more years than she actually did. So, so my mom was apparently packing me a lunch all the way through high school. I was just going to say, yeah. 
I just realized I forgot to cut your sandwich. Yeah, I noticed. Is this the way Judy did it? Or did she no. use like a cookie cutter? Uh, to do what? Well, I was thinking maybe she like, she like shaped it like a bunny or something for you. <laughs> she did not. Is this peanut butter? And, and honey. And honey? Yes. <laughs> Wait. Do you guys, guys want to trade me? What have you got to trade? Exactly. So I'm going to eat this the way I used to eat my uh, uh, peanut butter and honey sandwich, which was... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, you weren't joking. I can't say anything. (laughs) So I would take a bite out of one half and then take a bite out of the other half (laughs) and then make a circle. (laughs) I don't know why I did this. I was not a normal kid. Okay, what else did I get? Oh, my God. I got a fruit roll-up. And one of those... Is this a Le Petit Prince cookie or something? Uh, like Le Petit Decollier. Oh, whatever. The little schoolboy. I love a it's little schoolboy. It's a Lou, Lou brand cookie. I don't remember if I actually got those in my lunch, but I definitely remember getting them as a kid. Can I, and I, can I start with my dessert before I finish my of lunch? Of course. Um, I brought the receipt for this because <laughs> I'm, I'm submitting it for reimbursement. <laughs> Stasha. Um, no, I brought it because... On the checkout, it said, it didn't say Lou cookies, it said Lupe cookies, which I'm sure, I'm pretty sure Lupe cookies is a Lupe fiasco album, and I'm pretty sure this is now the only podcast that's ever mentioned Kenny Loggins and Cedric Villani and Lupe fiasco in the same show. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. Right. Um, would you get, come on, get to the rest of it. I'm picturing Sorry. you like, um, has anybody here read to their children the um, Bread and Jam for Francis book? You know how, like, her friend Arthur or Arnold or what's his name? Her friend. Um, I think who, it's. <laughs> I knew it, and now I don't. Now well, I, anyway, he, like, has this particular order in which he eats his lunch, and I kind of wanted to see you do that with yours, but maybe that was just a thing I was thinking about in the shower. Oswald? Was it Oswald? <laughs> Oswald. Anyway, go on. What else do you okay, have? Okay, wait a minute. Somebody in the audience knows what that, what that badger's name was. Francis's friend? Albert, Albert, thank you. I knew it was an A. Thank you, Lori. Is this a Chips Ahoy? It's a Chips Ahoy. Mm-hmm. I was going to buy you Soft Batch, but I also couldn't find those anywhere. I think they... Soft well, Batch know, had actually. that delicious chemically flavor. Oh, yeah. So strange. I loved it. But Cookie, you know, how, are, how are the Chips Ahoy? Oh, they are, they are very, very dry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank you. Oh, man. Check this out. All right, while Molly's drinking her wine. Oh, Cheez-Its. So I was going to buy you better cheddars, but then I realized I was going to have to live with the rest of the box. There are so many crumbs here. Cheez-Its are way better than better cheddars. Yep. And I bought you the original ones. Oh, these are wonderful. Thank you. I was going to buy you the white cheddar because I know how you feel about that, but it's not authentic to my experience. Okay, you have to to go. You have to live your true life. Yes. Life life is calling, as we say. (laughs) Thanks for finishing the slogan for me, Molly. <laughs> no problem. Um, there's one more thing in there that I really want you yes, to Yes, 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 yes. Oh, carrot sticks. <laughs> oh, I definitely... Like, <laughs> greasy, like, like moist carrots. What happened here? It's just, just what I was hoping for. So, <laughs> so my mom... Wait, did you have these in the shower I'm with so you? Sw- 
<laughs> I'm so sweaty right now. Um, <laughs> so are these carrot sticks. <laughs> my mom used to always salt my carrot sticks, and then you put salted carrots. <laughs> it's very, yeah. In a plastic bag. And it's so sweaty. <laughs> are you just dying? No, these are actually pretty good. I mean, I salted them really well. I... I feel a little weirder sitting up here eating this sack lunch than I expected. <laughs> Do, is it because you're not sharing? No, I think it's because I'm eating a sack lunch in front of 200 people. <laughs> but that might not be it. I don't know. Okay. So, obviously you did not... God, this is so... <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Obviously you did not actually drink this delicious beverage... In grade school. No. What did you drink? Oh, I, okay. So I think grade school for me was, it was like a long succession of like wanting things I couldn't have. And I think, I think we'll get more into that. But I remember, I don't remember getting. Getting any. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I was not the Cedric Villani of my grade school. (laughs) I mean, I wore like the flowing cape. And the ascot, and it did not work for me. So, uh, what were we talking? Capri Sun is the thing I wanted, okay. but didn't have. I wanted Hawaiian Punch. Oh yeah, which I was not allowed to have. But did you? Did your school have one of those programs where you could like buy cartons of milk, and yeah. somebody from your classroom had to go to this like special room that had the fridge? And they would bring the, like, requisite number of tiny milk cartons that were supposed to go to your class. Yes. Well, ours were from a dairy called Borden. Mm -hmm. And the best part... Founded by Lizzie Borden. (laughs) The best part is that... um, So the slogan for Borden was, like, if it's Borden, it's got to be good or something really (laughs) memorable like that. But anyway, it said it right above the, like to open part on the side that like showed you the diagram of like how to open the carton. I'm losing you guys. I'm just so losing you. (laughs) Wait a minute. So everyone get out some paper and draw. (laughs) Don't don't do that. So we thought this was so funny because we were like, if it's Borden, it's got to be good to open. We thought this was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to remember this joke later and you're going to use it. That's right. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna wake up at 3 a.m. just howling with laughter, <laughs> and then finish these carrot sticks. <laughs> okay. These sweaty, so sweaty. So, were carrot you sticks. allowed to have Capri Sun? Well, I don't think I was disallowed. It just didn't come in my lunch sack or or my my Korg lunch bag. Lunch bag. <laughs> my Korg you, 10,000 BC lunch box. What do you we mean? It. You were allowed to have it, but it didn't. Like, come. if I could get someone to trade with me or just, uh, you know, steal someone's Capri Sun. Oh, or then you were allowed right. to have it. Now, the thing I remember vividly about Capri Sun is that it was totally uncool for some reason to use the official straw hole on the Capri Sun. You had to turn the Capri Sun pouch over. And, and jam the straw into the bottom of the Capri Sun. What? Or, yes. Oh, I don't remember If this. someone saw you using the official straw hole, you were, you Man, were absolutely it ostracized. it is a good thing that my mom never bought me Capri Sun. Um, thinking now about, like, the possible metaphors of that, let's, let's not go into that. Um, I'm going to eat this fruit roll-up, and I'm really hoping that the plastic makes the same sound yes. I remember as I'm peeling it open. What is this flavor? Things have oh, gotten so complicated. I'm so glad you asked what this flavor is, because I noticed on the package it says, look for flavor here, and it's printed. The flavor is 
sizzling red slash yellow. Wow, these, this stuff has really gone downhill. I can't even get it open. Oh, my God. This is very sad. Oh, I feel oh. terrible. Oh, Oh, it didn't even make a good sound. Okay, because the thing I remember about fruit roll-ups did is you, that they were did you revolutionary. Buy, like, generic brand? No, no it's a, it is brand. fruit roll-ups brand. Because the thing is, before fruit roll-ups came on the scene, that was the thing about fruit leather. You couldn't peel it off the plastic. <laughs> and, but then after this it was... This is totally like nerds, though, in like leather form. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's like nerds that. in leather. <laughs> I love this. Previously on Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> oh my God, I'm totally going to finish that. Th- that is delicious. I just can't talk while I'm eating it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yes. So anyway. <laughs> no, you Yeah, can, no, no. Please. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> There's a whole category of things we couldn't pack today because as far as I know, we don't have access to a microwave here on stage at Town Hall. Um, but there was, you know, there was this trend of, at some point, kids bringing in things to pop in the microwave during lunch. And this, this raised a whole different set of issues. Does th- did this happen at your school? Well, yeah, because there, you know, there was always, you know, there was the old school technology, the thermos that had some soup in it that stayed warm all day. Still warm now, in fact. (laughs) Okay. Um, Then there were, well, then there was like the cup noodles, which is now cup O noodles. Uh But when we were kids, it was cup noodles. Mm, No, I think it went the other way. I think it was cup O noodles and then then O's got too expensive or something. Anyway, anyway, so I remember when those came out, I remember I begged my mother and I got to take the, the shrimp cup noodles to school a few times. But who, who thought that it was okay to let school children like work with an electric tea kettle. Like I, I was pouring hot water over my ramen at like the age of eight. Wow. Un- I mean, maybe that's normal these days. Where, no, I guess I'm I helicopter know. parenting when it comes to ramen. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you let your two year old uh, pour, pour hot water on her ramen? Always. Okay. Um, no, the thing, I think we microwaved it at my school. I don't know, but it feels like kind of early for microwaves. Um, I definitely brought cup noodles or cup O noodles to school. And I remember at some point they were banned, probably for this reason. And actually, I, I'm not remembering this. This is all coming back to me just now. I went to get my lunch and my cup noodles was missing. Cup of noodles was missing from my lunch and was replaced with a note saying like, see your teacher. <laughs> I don't know if I can go on with the show. I'm so upset now. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about a better topic. Did you? Did you that ever? Bastard. Did you ever? Did you ever trade or steal other people's lunches or parts of lunches? I don't think I did trade when I could get away with it. I feel like I was always I was always like on the wrong end of the trade, like like the person trying to trade something that they knew was garbage. <laughs> um, I didn't steal lunches. But I did steal crayons. You did? Uh, when I was in, like, first grade, um, I don't know if I should tell this story. Um, I, I went on a spree of stealing the, the metallic Crayola crayons. <laughs> the silver, the bronze, and the gold. <laughs> um, and uh, I got caught. Wow. And possibly punished by having my cup of noodles taken away. I don't know. It's all coming together now. 
Well, there was, so I was like a real goody two shoes. Rachel, you and I would have really, we would have been friends. I would have held the teacher's other hand. Sure. Um, anyway, <clears throat> there was a new girl and she always had Cheetos. Mm. And she, I don't know if we had like assigned seats at lunch or something. This, this feels very like fuzzy to me, but I was in a pattern of stealing her Cheetos for a while. And she would see me. I mean, like literally she would like look away and I would be like, <laughs> <laughs> like she would, she'd call me out on it. And I was like, Mm-mm. <laughs> anyway, I really wish that I had at the time that I was stealing her Cheetos very, very sure. overtly. I wish that I had had my stealing phase before that happened. My stealing phase came a little bit later. My cousin. Uh, all right, let's me, go there. My cousin. Ta- my cousin taught me how to steal. She took me on a shoplifting spree at Hallmark. Um, and she had this whole, <laughs> she had this you whole still, like, happy, happy 50th. <laughs> this is going to come in handy someday. She had a whole strategy. We went to Nordstrom first and we got a, like a paper shopping bag from Nordstrom and she had brought her jean jacket. This was in the era of jean jackets and she put it in the bottom of the paper Nordstrom bag and she was like, now we go raid Hallmark. And so we went to oh, Hallmark. Oh, the richest plum of all. <laughs> And I stole a um, a small carpenter's level that was a keychain <laughs> and three calligraphy pens. And I only threw away the last one like two years ago. <laughs> Wait. But I mean, I had like heart palpitations the whole time. Sure. Anyway, this I mean. This is a very special episode. I totally should. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, that would have really come in handy when I was doing my Cheeto stealing. Did you get caught? No, we never got caught. Your mom didn't notice that all the things hanging in your room were suspiciously level? (laughs) (laughs) Or that I was, like, calligraphying my homework now with, like, real calligraphy pens? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, your penmanship has gotten so much better. You are busted. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I have, a, I have a, a completely unrelated question. Has anyone here read the book Dear Mr. Henshaw by uh, Beverly Cleary? Okay. Um, great. I feel like I keep saying, like, does anyone remember? And, like, one person says yes. So that's great. Thank you, Tim. Um, Dear Mr. Henshaw is a Newbery award-winning book that is basically, like, 30% of the book is about, like, how to build a burglar alarm for your lunchbox to prevent people from stealing things out of your lunch. <laughs> And there's like, there's like schematics in this book. If you haven't read this in a while, I highly recommend it. It was much, much weirder than I remembered. So I never did Hot that. Tip. I wish if I had a time machine, if I could go back in time, that's what I would do. I would go back and put a burglar alarm on my lunch. Not that anyone ever stole anything out of my Korg 10,000 BC lunchbox. It just looks like fun. I feel like if there's anything that has come out of uh, out of our thinking about sack lunches, it's that like it was all so much sadder than I oh. remembered until we sat down and talked about it. Like we solicited some listener stories to possibly share with mm-hmm. you tonight, but they were all so sad. <laughs> they were tragic. Except okay, there were two. Categories. I mean, I would say there were yeah. tears in at least sixty five percent of them. Oh yeah. Like, like the tears moistening these carrots. Um, <laughs> there were two kinds of stories we, get, we got. There were, there were the, like, you know, 
I was I was very sad in grade school stories. And then there were I had to eat a dis- I, I either enjoyed or had to eat a disgusting sandwich. There, there was like the person who had the mustard and ketchup sandwich and nothing else. Uh, I'm just the messenger. There was the there was the uh, May- oh, miracle whip and apricot sandwich. <laughs> I had blocked that one yeah, out. Yeah, those, those are the only ones I remember. Thanks for sending those in. We're ruined now. Um, I, I wanted to be sure that that while we were experiencing this like sack lunch thing together, Matthew, that we really tried to remember what it was like to be in grade school in the sense that like, you know, what would we have talked about sure. while we were eating these lunches if we were like in third, fourth grade? Okay. Oh, yeah. Fourth you grade was first. a big year for me. What would you say? Okay. The main thing I remember about fourth grade is like we would talk about who we liked. And the procedure was if you liked someone, you would talk about it with your friends and do everything you could to make sure that the person you liked never found out about it <laughs> because that would be humiliating. And that was how romance worked, at least for me. I'm, like I said, I was a real Cedric Villani. I, I imagine that there was some talk of, like, Judy Bloom books. Not among the boys. Not, okay. I mean, maybe, okay. maybe okay. super fun. Maybe you guys were talking about, like, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, video games was Or was The Legend huge... of Zelda. I oh. loved how, like, with the perspective of The Legend of Zelda, she looked like a new potato. She oh, was, yeah. like, so small and squat. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do this thing again. Does anyone remember the, the, uh, <laughs> the Legend of Zelda commercial with the rap? Yes. yes? It's The Legend of Zelda and it's really rad? Okay, that's, that's as far as I'm going to go with that rap. <laughs> I'm a real Lupe fiasco. I think that kids today probably spend a lot of time talking about Minecraft, yeah. but I don't know what it is. Oh, Minecraft? I don't have the slightest idea. What do you think it is? Yeah, there are some children in the audience who probably shouldn't be here. <laughs> um, I think Minecraft is a thing where you go down in a mine and, and do like scrapbooks or something? I was totally imagining it as like, I was imagining it as like, you know, like Minecraft. <laughs> like, 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 no, 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 no. Like, I was picturing it as like Minecraft. So maybe it's like a, like a, like an online quilting circle for teenage boys. For teenage races. Well, no, like Minecraft. Like, I mean, I was when I think of Minecraft, I think of like the phrase Minecraft. It's because oh, there's so much keep, in common. With- keep saying that; it'll get more comfortable. <laughs> Yeah, especially for yeah for us. Anyway, um, so but no, I picture it as like a like a crafting thing. So it says where you like gather up lots of resources and quilt. Okay, it says next on this agenda that you're going to talk about Oklahoma history. I think based on the other <laughs> things we've gotten into, maybe we should skip over that. <laughs> what, what I want to know is like, so if you weren't supposed to let girls know that you liked absolutely them. not so like was it that girls had cooties and like probably if so what are cooties so oh that's a good question i don't think i ever got close enough to find out <laughs> i think i think I, I desperately wanted to know and and it just didn't happen yeah i still don't know <laughs> <laughs> um i did however uh, re- vividly remember a conversation in 
fourth or fifth grade where um, one of my classmates had learned what rubbers were and, and explained what they were using that word, which as far as I can tell is a word nobody ever uses anymore. <laughs> um, and, I uh, remember my dad using it. Okay, and it, sure. Uh, well, I don't even want to get into <laughs> using, that. But... Using the word. The word. <laughs> using the word. But, I mean, if it, if it helps to, like, locate that in time, my sure. dad would be, like, 86 now. Okay. And not, not, not trashed. I mean, don't mean that what? sense of 86. <laughs> like, maybe he'd be, like, 87. Okay, I didn't do great. the math. Um, yeah, so anyway, a kid told us what rubbers were. Nobody believed that could possibly be a real thing, and we told him he was full of it. Something that we used to talk about a lot in fourth grade is that, so in fourth grade, our, our thing was that we did a fourth grade play, and you would look forward to this, you know, for like all the years leading up to it. Sure. Right. What was your fourth grade play? Our fourth grade play was Pecos Bill and the Wild Wild West. <laughs> Maybe it was just Pecos Bill and the Wild West. <laughs> Oh, I see. It was 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 like a a steampunk sort of play (laughs) where where Pecos Bill has to fight a robotic spider. Anyway, it was Pecos Bill in the Wild West. I remember this. I didn't have a speaking role, but I did have a very important role. I was Pecos Bill's horse. (laughs) (laughs) Widowmaker. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. That was Say the it again. Horse's name Widowmaker, and I, my mother and I, made a paper mache horse's head, which we put like, um, <laughs> like, um, uh, what do you call it? Fluorescent streamers as the main, and like we used glow in the dark paint, and I came. Th- like galloping on two feet, not four feet, across the stage with a smoke machine. Oh. It was amazing. You better believe I talked about that every lunch. With the, of with the, the multicolored year. streamers streaming behind your horse head? I was so. Oh, and I also played a tambourine. <laughs> As horses do. <laughs> what? Wait, was it like an evil horse? It was called well, Widowmaker? Yeah, it was called Widowmaker. Right. I mean, it was, the legend was that like, Pecos Bill tamed this horse, I think. Okay. I, I haven't thought about this play for like 26 years. <laughs> the, the rainbow streamers make it seem kind of tame already. Oh, no. It had okay. really evil eyes. Oh, that's, that's what I was going to ask. It had yeah, like bloodshot like eyes with angry eyebrows. in the dark pink paint. Did you kick someone on stage? I think I made a lot of noise, but I don't know if I kicked anybody. Let's hear what that noise sounded like. <laughs> well, Matthew. All right. So uh, should, we, should we wrap it up? I think oh, no. we should. Well, thanks. Well, thanks, Rachel. Thanks. I mean, thanks. yeah, that was looking over at Rachel, the one person here who likes puns. Um, we have a lot of people to thank here today. One oh, of them absolutely. being Rachel, except now we're not going to thank her anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we want to thank Widowmaker, mm-hmm. uh, the, the greatest horse of, of our time. Uh, we want to thank um, Stesha, Brandon, and Rachel Ramey, and Olivia Hoffmeyer, and Allison, and uh, everyone else at Town Hall. Mm-hmm. We want to thank Abby Circuitella, our, our, producer. our wonderful producer. Abby, wave. Yay, Abby! We'd like to thank Laura Hamilton from Book Larder. She is here selling our books. Uh, we'd like to thank our moms for packing our lunches. Good idea, Judy. <laughs> Uh, we'd like to thank our uh, spouses for letting us be married to someone else for 20 minutes every week. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and and we'd like to thank our listeners. I know that some of you came from out of town. Can you applaud if you can came from out of town? Can we embarrass you? Yay! Wow! I'm not going to do that thing like who came from the furthest, but maybe we'll get into that afterwards. Okay. Um, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com where we'll post, I don't know, nothing. I, <laughs> we'll post Molly's Molly a picture of Molly wearing that horse costume. <laughs> Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. God, uh, I'm getting so much better at that. Yeah, I'm very proud. Okay, go uh, on. You can find us uh, on iTunes where you can leave us a review. Mm-hmm. And the reviews really do matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. No, no, that's uh, oh, my part. Oh, okay. No, no. Okay. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Okay. So for... <laughs> Uh, for, for people who, who don't know, maybe haven't been to one of our live shows before, this is like the second one, so that's probably most of you. Um, we, we, uh, we record our show, and then we edit it, and every week, uh, Molly and I sit here, well, not here, uh, we sit in my dining room for like... You can like, find us here every Thursday at noon. <laughs> usually watching Cedric Villani. Um, and just like, oh. Um, <laughs> We spent like 12 minutes trying to come up with the closing joke for the show. And I, you know, in, uh, I, I thought I was being so clever, said when we, were, when we were writing up this agenda, let's not come up with Matthew one ahead like, of let's time. Let's keep it fresh. Let's keep it organic. Let's do it on the spot. Let's keep it USDA organic. All right, Matthew. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Uh, the, uh, the, sh- <laughs> the show that is sweating more than these carrot sticks. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster-Burton. <laughs> Were you in the army? <laughs> the Confederate army. Um, no, um, we had... We had... We had <laughs> no, the best... <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel. And Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go. In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy.